0: Welcome to Inside Rugby League, the podcast brought to you by the Yorkshire Evening Post. My name's Richard Byram and joining me on the line again this week is my colleague Peter Smith. Peter, as you'll know, is the Yorkshire Evening Post Chief Rugby League writer and he also contributes match reports and other stories to our sister paper, the Yorkshire Post. Uh, This weekend is a very busy weekend. It's a grand finals galore, Peter. Uh, The big one, Saints v Catalans, but we've also got Yorkshire Interest in some of the other men's and women's games too, so plenty to look yeah. forward to.
1: Yeah, we have. Um, I think they've got it the wrong way around. To be honest, I, I don't know whether this is because of the World Cup that was scheduled for this year, but I think the um, the men's grand final should be the final event of the season, um, bringing it all to an to an end. But instead, we've got the men's Super League grand final on Saturday. Catalans Dragons against St Helens, and then Sunday's a really busy day. We've got uh, the National One promotion final between Workington and Doncaster, and then um, as well as the Betfred Championship million pound match, which is the the grand final in that competition, which is Toulouse against Featherstone. The winners being promoted to Super League, so that's obviously an absolutely huge game. And also, um, at Emerald Heading double header, the Women's Super League plate final between featherston and Huddersfield giants and then the um, women's super league grand final between leeds and st helens so it's um it's gonna be as you say a busy weekend a lot to look forward to obviously the the main attraction is saturday night and we could see some history made by the first non-english
0: champions yeah castles against st helens Catalan, it's a strange situation, this one, because Catalan's finished top of the table. They're the league
1: leaders, but I think Saints are probably going to go into the grand final as, as favourites. They're in better form. Um, looking at the squad, you'd say they've got a stronger stronger squad. They've got more big match experience. They've played at Old Trafford before, which Catalan's haven't done. Um, you, you have to say, even though Catalan's have, have had a better league season, they're, they're the underdogs. I think it would be a surprise if Castellans can prevent Saints winning a third successive Grand Final. But catalans have um, have done that in the past when they beat Warrington at Wembley to win the Challenge Cup in 2018. They're one of the underdogs, and the... you can't you can't write them off. But I do expect Saints to win that one.
0: All right. It's interesting because, like when we spoke last week, didn't we, we? We weren't sure whether Catalans might be a bit cold, having had a bit of a poor run up to their game against Hull KR in, in the semis, but they, they soon uh, got back into top form, didn't they? And pretty much brushed aside Hull KR, and then uh, Saints obviously did the job on Leeds as well, um, but. I think it's one of those head and heart ones for me. I think, uh, like yourself, my head says Saints will win because they kind of have the pedigree, and they've been in so many finals and so many big game players, both at club and international level. That you'd have to fancy them, but in a one-off game, your heart would sort of go with Catalans in the hope that perhaps you know a new name on the trophy, different country, big moment for French rugby league and 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 the game in general you'd like to see Catalans do it uh, I think I think more or less everyone
1: outside St Helens would want Catalans to win yeah but we haven't had a new name on the trophy since
0: 2004 when Leeds believe it or not won it for
1: the first <laughs> time and they've, they've Come on to win it on seven <laughs> other occasions. Well, that's an incredible um,
0: stat in itself, isn't so
1: it? <laughs> it's, just, it's just too long. We need, we need another team to um, to be champions. It's as simple as that. The, the competition needs fresh blood winning it. Um, it would be great for the game in France. Remember, that the next World Cup could well be in France. It would be fantastic for the game in France if the Super League champions were to be based over there And this, I would imagine this weekend's probably, well, certainly potentially the biggest in French rugby league history with Toulouse on the verge of becoming a second French team in Super League. I think Featherstone will obviously have something to say about that. But the French game is on the up. They're starting to produce some quality young French players again. Um, And if, I think if, Catalans can win. It will It will only increase the interest in the game over in, um, over in the south of France. People talk about it, Catalans as being an expansion club, but they're not really. The south of France is a rugby league heartland. It's um, been a diehard rugby league area through thick and thin, or mainly thin, since before the Second World War. And they, they deserve some success. It would be great to see Catalans lift the trophy this weekend um, and if they get the game right on the day and Saints have a little bit of an off day then they're capable of doing it they've beaten Saints twice this season so that they know that they've got Saints as a uh, measure when it when it matters um, but I just think I just think Saints will be a little bit too good too experienced on the night but um, but we shall see I hope it's a good final um, the game after a difficult season, once a once a showpiece. I know people are concerned about the size of the crowd, things like that. But um if Catalans and Saints can go out and, and put on a show and and create a memorable event, it'll give everybody something to look back on over the uh, the long off season, which is more or less upon us now.
0: Yeah, certainly. Um touching there about the international game and we've spoken quite a few times on here about how important it is for Rugby League uh, in the future to to have a strong international presence as, just as much as a club presence, really. And I was reading something earlier in the week regarding uh, Rugby League in France and uh, and the other code as well. Obviously, the other code is, is very strong in France too and ha- has a lot of money, but they were saying that, obviously, it can only help French Rugby League and Rugby League in general. If Toulouse and... Catalans are successful this weekend, obviously more people will be attracted to the game and to the clubs both in terms of playing and supporting uh, and, and further down the line that can only have a positive knock-on effect on the, the strength of the actual French national team and as you say if they're also uh, hoping or possibly hosting the next Rugby League World Cup it could all you know, be really important for the longer term vision of the game in Europe, really, couldn't it? Um, you know, if then people see that French rugby league has started to make something of a recovery, it might encourage people to play it in other areas of Europe. I know we've had this before with expansionism, and as you correctly point out, rugby league, it's not so much an its ex- It's more of a, a rebirth, isn't it? A bit of a renaissance at the top level. Uh, there's always been rugby league played in France. Um, we've seen other clubs come in such as Toronto, where they've tried to spread the word and uh, create more clubs, you know, outside of the traditional heartlands. And so so far, that hasn't worked. But you know, a, strong, a couple of strong teams in France might just be the spur that we need again, because we do need, obviously, more players in the game, more money in the game, more interest, better TV deals, whatever you want to say. And all these things can only help and only help spread the word. Um, those two particular clubs can only do so much, but this in the last few years they've certainly done their part, haven't they? We've seen Catalans go for strength to strength under Steve McNamara and, and Toulouse are going well as well. Obviously, there's been a lot of money invested, but that isn't always a guarantee for success either, as as we've seen in rugby and in other sports. You know, you can throw all the money at the, in the world at it, you know, but if you don't have the right coach and the right players and the right mentality and support on and off the field, then it doesn't always work out. I have to say, probably overall, I agree with you in that Saints probably will win and it would be a bit deflating on the day. But overall, I don't think we should look away from how much Catalans have achieved and and to lose as well. You know, again, I'd... (laughs) In that particular instance, probably going to contradict what I've just said there, because obviously from our point of view, we we want Featherston to win, but for the greater glory of the game, it, it might be it might be better that to lose doing and, and I I do think on that in that occasion that they will. I think they've obviously been the best team, and although they haven't played as many games as Fed this season, I think uh, you'd have to fancy to lose. Uh, they've beaten Featherston already, haven't they? And, I think you'd fancy them to repeat that.
1: I think it would be a bit controversial if Toulouse are promoted given that they've I think it's fourteen league games they played, but that's not their fault. No. Um due to the, the pandemic. I mean the, the fact that every league game they had a, a home semi final against Batley last week, but the fact that every league game has been played away, um and to, to cross the um, the channel so often and win every match I think is quite an achievement they are the best team in the division having said that it comes down to 80 minutes and Featherstone are not going to be going over there to uh, to lie down they're a good team they're very well coached they have a lot of experience and some good young players in there and I think Featherstone have a real chance in France on Toulouse's own pitch it'll be a hostile atmosphere I would think that Toulouse are certainly strong favourites but if everston if um if Featherson win and get promoted then they'll deserve it they've been knocking on the door for quite some time they've been in the finished top of the table over over the super league era a new number of times they've won the um second division or or second tier grand final in the past they've been building for super league for a long time and it's a it's a very passionate rugby league town Featherstone I as I've said on here before um, I I think it would have been nice to see them promoted last year rather than Lee just because it would have been a fresh face in Super League Um, we're going to get that whatever the result this weekend Um, obviously in terms of expansion and um, spreading the word of rugby league then Clearly, you can you can say that Toulouse would be the better option. It's a, I think it's a city of um, it's the fourth biggest city in France, half a million people. It's going to attract more television viewers, etc., etc. But um, Featherston do win. Good luck to them. Um, I like James Webster. I think he's done a really good job there. That's the, the Featherston coach. Um, they've had a heck of a season. They've finished second in the league. Only lost two games in all competitions all year. One of those. To, to lose in the league and the other two all in the cup. They're um, unbeaten away from home. They've been to Wembley and won there. So whatever happens, they've had a fantastic season. But you have to say to lose on their own patch, are going to be very difficult to um, to beat. They've got a, a it looks to be a, a Super League team in waiting there. They've got some money behind them. You'd think if they win, they will Potentially be able to strengthen enough to stay in Super League, which is is no easy feat, as um, as Lee and London have found out in recent seasons. Um, so, I think that would also obviously be the benefit for for rugby league in France. If if Toulouse win, it would be good for Catalans to have a local um, a local rivalry. But we'll have to see what happens. I, I if I had to put some money on it. I'd I'd be backing to lose, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if Featherstone can pull something out of the bag and um, and overturn them on the day. They've they've been there before. I remember, um, years ago or three years ago when they went to um, to Toronto, they didn't win on that occasion, but they've experienced what it's like in the um, in the Championship Grand Final. They know what it's all about. They've got some players who were involved in that game, and I don't think
0: you can write them off. No, it's certainly going to be an intriguing game. As you say, uh, the winner of that particular game will definitely deserve to go up, I think. As you say, T- Toulouse have had the most short-term success and obviously invested to get up as quickly as they can, as Featherstone's been a bit more drawn out. But within that period, as you pointed out, they have had some success and they've always been there and thereabouts haven't they and they've they've won a cup already this year and uh, always been very competitive and probably were unlucky not to come up last season in the circumstances Uh, but uh, you know if if they do win then there's been a lot of talk this week about well we don't want another team from the M62 corridor and we don't want another you know the sort of rugby league triangle: Wakefield, Castle, and Featherstone. We don't want another from that area coming up and so on. But as you say, they've taken their chance, and and they would more than deserve their place in the top flight. You know, it's up to other teams or whatever to to do better than Featherstone. And I think that you know, the Chairman Mark Campbell's obviously invested a lot of time and money in improving not just the team but the ground and everything, hasn't he? And you know, and the Featherstone been very competitive for a few years and nobody could deny that they deserve their place you know if they go up from a local point of view obviously i hope they do Um, and if they don't this year then maybe next but i just have that feeling at the moment with the way the game's been going and uh, sort of need for fresh blood and fresh ideas and fresh fixtures even you know, be be good to see the two French teams succeed and see where that might take us in the next few years, both domestically and internationally.
1: Also, good luck. Let's say to um, Doncaster in the League yeah. One final. Um, their semi-final win against Keithley was absolutely remarkable. <laughs> <of> <laughs> they um, they scored on the very last play of the game to level the scores got to try on the last play play of the game to have all the scores and then Jake Sweeting kicked a um, a conversion from the touchline to win it after the Hooter had sounded. So they'll they'll be going to Cumbria in um, in high spirits and um, that's a club that's that's on the up, I think. They've had obviously difficult times as most teams in the mm-hmm. League One over the years. But um, Carl Hallson a very good job there. Um, behind the scenes uh, Richard Horns, a good coach backed up by uh, Chris Plume who was at Leeds under um, under Brian McDermott he's his assistant um, and they've done a fine job and, and good luck to them it'd be great to see another Yorkshire team in the uh, the championship and Sunday is going to be a very interesting day at Emerald Headingley they're expecting a record crowd for women's Super League for the grand final and the plate final um, the the Plate final Featherston against Huddersfield is for the five teams in the bottom half of the um, of the table. Andrea Dodson, one of the legends of women's rugby league, will be captaining Featherston in her final game um, before she hangs up the boots. And uh, I hope that she can go out with uh, with a win. She certainly deserves it. Twenty four caps for England, stroke great Britain which is a record um, sort of remarkable career. Been playing since she was 12. She was in England or Great Britain, I think it was at the time, international at 16, um, 34 now, and decided uh, it's time to to call it a day, but um, had a wonderful career and best of luck to her. And then the women's grand final live on Sky. It will be a decent crowd at Headingley. I think they've got um, some of the corporate boxes have been, been sold tickets are going very well for it and it should be a cracker st helens have already won the challenge cup finished top of the table unbeaten on the pitch this season leeds have only lost once and that's the st helens in a challenge cup semi-final saints will be the favorites leeds have had a difficult year with a lot of injuries um they've had some tough close games but they've they're in the habit of coming through on top And um, I think that's potentially going to be an absolute cracker. It's probably going to be the biggest occasion Women's Rugby League in this country has um, has experienced. And I'm a big fan of the women's game, particularly at the top end of it. The clubs like Saints and Leeds, um, Castleford play some really good rugby. York now, who strengthened considerably this season. And if you've not watched Women's Rugby League before, give it a try, either in person if you can get along to the game, all on Sky, and I think you will be impressed. I think it will be a, a very good game. And um, come on, the Rhinos, let's hope they
0: can retain the trophy they won in twenty nineteen. Indeed, uh, good luck to all our Yorkshire teams uh, this weekend. And I agree. When you think really again with the, with the women's game, uh, where it's come from to to where it's at now in such a short period of time, you know, it would it would have seemed incredible even three or four years ago, perhaps, that the, the women's teams would be playing in a grand final at Headingley in front of a good crowd and the TV cameras, wouldn't it? It would have, it would have seemed completely fanciful, but it does show what can be done with some uh, good planning and investment. Um, you know, a lot of women's teams, obviously, that they're amateur, aren't they? They play for the love of the game, but, uh, you know, from, again successful teams people see teams being successful and they want to be part of them don't they whether it's supporting them playing for them or, or playing the sport it all helps to attract uh, people old and new to the game and uh, you know it's a real fillip for the women's game that those two games are being played at Headingley and uh, you know I think it's great for all involved and say Leeds Rhinos in particular have had some great success in a very short period of time, as of, as I've said too, and although you do get some blowout games, I think that's probably inevitable in a lot of sports, isn't it? When things set out, you know, whether it's football, rugby, cricket, or whatever, until teams start to get more players and and you know teams become more balanced and more equally talented, shall we say, and and, and that can only happen by more people getting involved. So, and I think it's 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 great how. Quickly, the women's game is evolving and it, and it shows what can be done.
1: It does. I think the play competition's been a good idea. The um, the league was split in half after a mid-season break, so the top teams played each other and the bottom teams played each other and then you weren't getting blowout scores or yeah. something not as many and not as bad. Um, and it's an opportunity to for Fenestead and Huddersfield who... Don't have the resources that Leeds and Saints and teams like that do, but it gives them an opportunity to play on a big stage in a final, which will be competitive. And um, both Leeds and Saints will have had some tougher games going into the final, though Saints have, have tended to brush away most of their opposition. They beat Castleford 58 0 in the semi final, whereas Leeds were 14 4 down against York at half time and, and managed to come back and win it by four points. But um, I think the fact Leeds are Battle hardened will help them. Um, they won the title in 2019 against the odds when they upset Castleford in the grand final. And um, I hope they can do it again this weekend. But as I say, Saints will be strong favourites and they're a very good, very good team. It should be a, a cracking match and a good entertainment. I'd heartily recommend you either pop along if you get chance or, um, or a chance or watch it on Sky on Sunday afternoon.
0: I certainly will do. OK, Peter. I think we'll uh, blow the hooter there for this week. As we say, good luck to all the Yorkshire teams taking part in the various finals this weekend. Best of luck to you all. And let's hope that the next time we meet up for a chat, we'll be talking about some of our teams having won and done well. Uh, maybe next week we could do a end of season roundup uh, just to wrap everything up. But for now, we'll leave it there. Just a reminder, you can get the very latest rugby league news from our website, yorkshireeveningpost.co.uk, or Peter's Twitter feed at petersmithyep, or my own at Richard Byronyep, or at YP Sports Desk and YEP Sports Desk. All that's left to me to do is thank you all for listening again. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back soon.